Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hello, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40 Ministries. Thanks for tuning in. Now, today we are going to be on a new chapter of the Bible, Genesis chapter 30. This chapter of the Bible, to me, is so odd. (laughs) It is one of the oddest chapters in Genesis to me. Just the amount of jealousy and hatred that happens in this uh, chapter is just fascinating and astounding. But let's go ahead and read it. I will be reading Genesis chapter 30, verses 1 through 13. We're going to be learning about this rivalry that these two sisters have with their husband, Jacob. I will read out of the NLT version of the Bible, but you can read out of whatever version you usually like to read out of. Grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea, and let's go ahead and start reading. When Rachel saw that she wasn't having any children for Jacob, she became jealous of her sister. She pleaded with Jacob, Give me children or I'll die. Then Jacob became furious with Rachel. Am I God? he asked. He's the one who has kept you from having children. Then Rachel told him, Take my maid Bilhah and sleep with her. She will bear children for me, and through her I can have a family too. So Rachel gave her servant Bilhah, to Jacob as a wife, and he slept with her. Bilhah became pregnant and presented him with a son. Rachel named him Dan, for she said, God has vindicated me. He has heard my request and has given me a son. Then Bilhah became pregnant again and gave Jacob a second son. Rachel named him Naphtali, for she said, I have struggled hard with my sister and I'm winning. Meanwhile, Leah realized that she wasn't getting pregnant anymore, so she took her servant, Zilpah, and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Soon Zilpah presented him with a son. Leah named him Gad, for she said, How fortunate I am! Then Zilpah gave Jacob a second son, and Leah named him Asher, for she said, What joy is mine! Now the other women will celebrate with me. So you can see now why this is just such an odd, odd passage of scripture with these two wives having this rivalry over Jacob, the husband, because it says at the beginning, Rachel saw that she wasn't having any children for Jacob, and she became extremely jealous of her sister who was having children. At this point, Leah had four sons. And the reason she had so many kids was because God had blessed her because he saw that Leah was unloved. Instead of her having the love of her husband like Rachel had, because Rachel was very loved, Leah instead was able to produce children, whereas Rachel was not. So Rachel starts being really dramatic and she pleads with Jacob and she's kind of spoiled. She says, give me children or I'll die. What is Jacob supposed to do? 
he can't give her children. She can't become pregnant. So she's yelling at Jacob, you give me these kids or I'll die. I'm going to just die of my grief or I'm going to commit suicide or whatever else she might be saying to Jacob at this point. She was just being extremely dramatic. And she says, give me children or I'll die. Jacob becomes infuriated with her, obviously, because he's like, well, I can't do anything. I'm not God. He's the one who has stopped you from having kids. It's not my fault. So after this fight, Rachel says, here, you can sleep with my maid. She will be a surrogate mother for me. And through her, I can have a family. And this is kind of a similar thing that happened once before that we talked about. And this happened with Abraham and Sarah, who was Jacob's grandparents. Jacob should have known that this was not going to be a good idea because his uncle on his dad's side was Ishmael. That was his uncle. So Jacob should have known that, you know, his grandparents did not have a good relationship. They did not have this great relationship with Ishmael, his uncle, either. But Jacob is forgetting this because he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can sleep with this girl too. That's great. Bilhah is Rachel's maid, who was given to her on the wedding night from her dad. Uh, Laban gave Rachel Bilhah as a maid. And Bilhah would have been completely an innocent victim in all of this. She didn't have one say, and I kind of honestly feel bad for Bilhah. Bilhah is the servant of Rachel, and now she has absolutely no say in her future. She has to, has to become the servant of Jacob as well, and sleep with him, even though this may not be necessarily what she wants. Her future is being completely taken from her, and because of this odd rivalry that Rachel is having with her sister Leah, Bilhah can now not ever get married. She will now be considered one of Jacob's concubines or even one of Jacob's wives, in a sense. And now Bilhah's future, and also Zilpah's future that we see in verse 10, both of these servants are not allowed to have a future, unfortunately. That is just very, very sad. Now in verse 5, Bilhah becomes pregnant with one of Jacob's sons. The child is now given to Rachel, and Rachel is considering this child from Bilhah, her own son. And this is another reason why I feel horrible for Bilhah as well. You know, she was a woman who probably wanted a future with a husband and maybe didn't want to be a servant her entire life, maybe wanted her own children and everything is being taken from her. So Rachel takes Bilhah's child and she names him Dan. And she says, God has vindicated me. He has heard my request and given me a son. Well, the funny thing is God didn't really vindicate Rachel. She doesn't have any sons of her own. She doesn't have any kids of her own. She never should have done this. Rachel was being awful. She was being a jealous person who couldn't stand to see her sister have any sort of successes at all. And yes, I know that there was jealousy and rivalry there because they were both married to the same man, which should never have happened in the first place, but it did. And Rachel cannot see her sister gaining in any sort of way. So she names her servant's son Dan because Dan means vindication. She is claiming that God has vindicated her. 
Once again, in verse 7, Bilhah sleeps with Jacob and gives him a second son. So Jacob is just taking Bilhah as his wife now, clearly, just sleeping with whoever he wants to sleep with. And Bilhah becomes pregnant again. Now, Rachel ends up naming this child Naphtali because she says, I have struggled hard with my sister and I'm winning. This shows where Rachel's heart is. She doesn't care about anybody but herself. And she names this child Naphtali because she thinks that she is now winning over her sister, Leah, by having these uh, sons, these adopted sons through her made with Jacob. Naphtali means struggle. To me, it's just really funny how naive Rachel really is being in all of this. She thinks that she is winning in all of this, but first off, she is not. I mean, Leah was the one who was blessed by God in order to have these children. Rachel was loved by her husband, and yet she believes that she is winning over her sister Leah by having these uh, children through her servant and through her husband, Jacob. That's just extremely naive. The sad thing is Leah gets sucked into this as well. Right after all of this is happening, she sees that Rachel is starting to have these children with Jacob through her maid. Leah realizes that she is potentially done having children because she's not getting pregnant anymore. So she does the same exact thing. She gets sucked into this this jealousy cycle with Jacob. She presents Zilpah, her maid, to Jacob as well and does the same exact thing. But I would say the one difference between Rachel and Leah here is the fact that Leah still, at least a little bit more, has her eyes on God and not so much on um, her earthly desires. And the only reason I say that is because of what Leah is naming these children that Zilpah is having with Jacob. She names the first one Gad. Gad means good fortune. Rachel here is naming her servants' children these jealous sort of names, showing that she is just extremely jealous of her her sister Leah. But Leah is naming her servants' children Gad, which means good fortune. So she's saying, because I have another child now, I am fortunate. And then she names the other one Asher. And she says, what joy is mine, now all the other women will celebrate with me. And that's what makes me think that Leah, at least, potentially still has her heart a little bit more, a little bit more in the right direction, just because she's just happy to have more children in her tent by naming them good fortune and happiness. You know, Asher means happiness, whereas Rachel is really only using her servants' children as bargaining chips, if if there's a better way to put that, I'm not exactly sure. I can tell you one thing, though. This this passage of scripture is is making my my blood boil a little bit, mainly because I would never, ever want my husband to sleep with another woman. So just seeing this like rivalry here just makes me angry and not at my husband. I love you, Garrett. But because just I just feel so bad for just this entire horrible situation that happened here. And honestly, it was a lot of it had to do with Laban, their father. He didn't care about anybody but himself, and he kind of destroyed the lives of his two daughters and Jacob as well. 
We can paint Laban as the bad guy all we want, but also the actions of Jacob himself and the two sisters do play a role in how miserable their lives really are. And that is the unfortunate case, but God is merciful. He loves us unconditionally. He still loves Jacob and Jacob's two wives and the two servants all the same. And even though he sees all this drama, this awful drama that's happening in Jacob's household, he still blesses and he still is merciful. I think these uh, passages of scripture like this are in the Bible to really show how merciful God truly is. You know, we look at these portions of scripture and we kind of tend to think like God is okay with this stuff because it's written in the Bible. But that's not really the case. God had a plan from the beginning of how he wanted the world to be. And this was definitely not included in that plan. It wasn't until humans did the wrong thing and turned their backs on God that all this stuff started to happen. But God works through all these problems that humans create. He does everything for our good, even though we try to twist, pervert, and make God's plan as difficult as possible. God is good and merciful, and he uses all things to work together for good to those who love God. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode today. Join me again tomorrow for an episode in Matthew. Now, if you like the podcast, go ahead and rate it five stars. That will help P40 Ministries get found by more people who are looking for biblical content. Friends, I have some brand new designs in the t-shirt shop that relate to Valentine's Day. Take a look at those. Check them out. Maybe purchase something for yourself and at the same time support P40 Ministries financially if you so choose. I definitely encourage you to take a look at the shop. I will put a link to it in the bio of this podcast episode. Faithful listeners, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless.